This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. It's me again, your old pal Craig here with another little taste of the bonus content available to supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. And by popular demand, this one is more behind-the-scenes fun as Arnie, Adel, and Matt reminisce about some of the weird stories from the road while doing live shows during Season 1, with a fair amount of pointless digressions. You can find out more about supporting the show at patreon.com slash magictavern. But right now, take a listen to this chunk of content I smuggled out just for you. Hello. Hello, this is my voice. Testing, hello. I hate Patreon. Hello, hello, hello. hello. I'm Matt Orfi, this is Matt Young, and we have Paul Lind in the studio. (laughs) Circle gets the square. Welcome to Behind the Tavern, a podcast where we are Matt Young is Matt Young, Adel Rafai is Adel Rafai, and I am. What the fuck are you doing? I am just a guy (laughs) teeing things up. Arnie, you're always Arnie, because let's be honest. I'm a lot like Tony Danza. Yeah, that's how it is. I'm the Tony Danza. You are the Tony Danza of this podcast for sure. I can play a lot of different characters that have almost exactly the same name. Is that true with Tony Danza? He's famously almost always Tony. He right? played. He played a taxi. He I played believe a, he was Tony on Taxi. Which Tony is, the Taxi. Tony, Tony the, the taxi. taxi. He was Tony the Boss. Don't, well, hold, hold, wait, but wait. <laughs> here's the, the question, the titular question: Who is the boss? Angela. Some would say it's Judith Light. I think some would, some would I think say I'm the Judith Light of this podcast. I think it's kind of problematic to immediately assume (laughs) that Tony Danza is the boss and who's the boss. Because first of all, he is not the boss. Mm -hmm. He is the man. Okay. That could be the premise of an 80s sitcom. That Mm. that it's such a crazy idea that a man is working for a woman that they would base a whole show around that. And then literally ask the question every single episode, which one of these people is in charge? Even though one of them very clearly is. Whom wears the pants? (laughs) That'll, that'll be another uh, Patreon uh, bonus show that we do uh, called uh, Whom Wears the Pants. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our deep dive into the career of Tony Danza. <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited to be doing a Patreon. Me too. Yes, this is awesome. I'm really 
I'm actually super excited about it. Behind the Tavern Revelation, we've been wanting to do a Patreon for a long time. Yeah, and thank you all for subscribing and for listening and for being our patrons. We're very we're very thankful and we're excited to to churn out some content for you. Is churn does churn out sound like work? What's <laughs> what's What's a term What's like a turnout? Fun way to say that? It doesn't yeah. sound good. <laughs> it, it, hold on, hold on. If not work, then it's like okay. we're so excited to just shit out a bunch of. Content. We're excited to All milk right. from the teat of creativity. Mm. Okay, here's here's the spin on it. Okay. I would like to thank all of our patrons who have joined Patreon because it gives us the opportunity yes. to create mm. more things for you. And that is really exciting oh. to us because we just want to create and create and create oh. and explore all the new types of things we never would have done before. Can't wow. stop us. So diplomatic, Matt. That was perfect. Okay, let's talk. Uh, we got, like, there's a surprising number of live shows in the first season. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one we did was at uh, IO Theater. We out of the blue, we got invited to do a show at a festival, XOXO, and but we felt like we should do a live show before that. So we also did a show like just a couple weeks before that at IO as part of the Jangle, Jangle Heart, Circus. Heart Circus. Yeah, which is another local festival. What I remember most about it is there were a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> we had a very short slot. Uh-huh. We had a lot of people in the show and not maybe that many people in the audience and like being backstage, not ready to start because we weren't sure that it was going to record. And I think literally we ate up half of our stage time just waiting for it to work. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was um, that was rough. It was really hard because I, I don't blame anyone at IO for this, but it was like a period where we were just kind of getting some steam behind us and we had a lot of technical demands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think any other show at that festival was being recorded for a podcast at that time. And it was just like, that wasn't a thing that they did. I, I think a lot more theaters like think that way and perform festivals and things that way now. Like they know they're going to stream. They know they're going to do this. They know they're going to do that. And it was just like right at the cusp of people starting to think about doing that. We were really ahead of our time, um, <laughs> is my point. No, but I, but it was just like, we, we just had all these demands and they were like, what are you talking about? Someone's going to bring up lights and pull down lights for you. What do you, there's has to be sound cues and like we had to record yeah. it and it was just like a whole, uh, mess. <laughs> it was the recording and it's, and we were sort of like, oh, well, and it, there was also this feeling that we were pot committed. I know myself at the time had this feeling of like, if we can't record it, that just fucks up everything. Like something has happened in the building blocks of this show that's not recorded. In retrospect, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But I just remember being backstage just filled with anxiety. And <laughs> going on for so long. And Tim Sniffen, who does the voice of the mysterious man, was there. And this is how bad it was. He was being very like kind and supportive. <laughs> Which yeah. he knows is a bad side. You've taken like, a bad turn if he's he like, on your side. Things yeah. are so drastic. He's yeah. like, oh, it's going to be all right. Don't worry. This is fine. Did we ever release this on the feed? We did. We did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's just show. Sure. I think we had Brooke as flower mm-hmm. and she wore like petals around her neck. I think we had Meredith and Nick Gage did... Um, Music, song, right? Yeah. They sing a song, which is another technical. We had Tim. Do we have anyone else? Was Charlie as Spintax in it, maybe, before he moved? I don't think so. No. Uh, oh, is this the one where the Onion Riders were backstage making fun yes, of us? Yes. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> let's set the stage for this a little bit. Because, first of all, 
Matt, you were you pretty much had a full Usador costume ready to go. Yeah, I decided very. We've talked about this before for sure, but uh, I decided very early on in the podcast that someday we would be doing live shows, mm-hmm. and I would need to be dressed like a wizard to do that. Huge mistake in retrospect. I don't know if you decided that so much as that's the circumstance. What I should have done is decided like we're always going to do the show in black t-shirts and never worn a fucking costume. But now I've committed myself and I can't turn back. Can I also unpack the fact that every time people ask us about the show and if anyone ever thought it was going to be successful, both of you are always like, I had no idea it was going to be anywhere. But also at the same time, Matt, you were like, but that said, I am going to need a full wizard costume with a sword. I, I will <laughs> clarify that. Because I was very excited about the show from day one. The idea of the show, the concept of the show, us doing it, it just sounded super fun. And from my other improv life experience, there's just like a certain gestalt of things that came together to be like, oh, I can play this really fun, silly, stupid character. I've done enough podcasting now that I'm like, I kind of get like, just like fucking go for broke and like make story happen. And we tried to do that, I think, and and kind of just grabbed onto that and, and tried not to shy away from it. So I always knew it was going to be fun, but it was always like any other project we did, whether it was live or, or recorded or anything. I was like, this is fun. I like doing it. I, I never I never thought it was going to be successful in the, in the sense of we would actually make some income off of it <laughs> just because that was never how it worked. Like we did World News Forever. And we only got paid a little bit of money, but we did this a little bit and we do that and, you know, and be sure. like. It, it, it was like a passion project, like everything else we did. Like I still loved, you know, the other podcasts, Arnie, that you started and, and they were super fun for me, but I didn't expect those to be a success and they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> what costumes did you buy for those? I have Damn. so many costumes for all of your shows. Uh, my only question, we, I feel like we've talked about the use of our outfit a bunch in the past, but w- what you've never said, and maybe you don't remember, just put it out there, man. What was the price tag on that thing? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Uh, It was, I actually, I got a costume designer to do it, and I paid her something for it. So it was at least $200 to get it all started with a hat and the robes and some accoutrements and some, like, boots and things I bought. At this first live show... What you had your costume that you have now, like that's the that was your first time you were debuting it because I I think the first live show I feel like I had something other than what I have now for the live show, which is a skunk costume. I thought you had the skunk PJs. Maybe I did. I I did because my mom my mom said, "Do you need an outfit for the live show?" Because she saw me promoting it. I said yes, and she goes, "Don't buy anything. I got you." And then she sent me a skunk outfit in the mail, and she said, "This is the closest I could find." And I said, I'll wear it for this show. And then absolutely I'll find a badger outfit. Never did. <laughs> still have the skunk outfit. There must be badger outfits now, right? Uh, I, I look every sex. once in a while. It's all for sex. There's stuff, but it's like the mouth. There's like a mouth hole and like uh-huh. yeah. straps. Well, you need a mouth hole. <laughs> not for, not the way that one's shaped. But but they have, there's a lot of like. It's uh, like his, his audio is so <laughs> echoey in this very specific way. I can't put my So many ooh sounds. Um, there's a lot of like Wisconsin, what is it? University of Madison, I think is the, uh, is the yeah. Badgers. So if you search Badger costume, it's 99% invisible, like, 99% invisible. It's a lot of, um, like the mascot costumes, which are like $800 and obviously not what I'm looking for. So if anybody knows of a good Badger costume out there, let me know. But otherwise going to keep rocking this skunk wear. 
Arnie, what did you what'd you wear the first show? I I should look at a picture because I don't know that I necessarily was wearing the pink polo because it hadn't necessarily become canonical yet. So it's very possible I was just wearing some other dumb. Hang on. I think you were. I've got this picture somewhere on my computer for sure. Oh, no, wait. I know where it's at. If you go to usadorrocks.com. I'm sure there's a picture right on the front page from that show. Oh, yeah. You're not wearing the pink shirt. You're wearing like a, a gray button up shirt. Mm. And yeah, Adel, you're in like the PJs, but you don't have a mask. You're holding for million minutes Wow, what a cliffhanger. I assume. I didn't check where the audio cut off. Look, I'm very busy, but I did listen to the whole episode, and it is great. There are a surprising number of references to Sting. If you want to hear the whole thing, it's already waiting for you over at patreon.com slash magic tavern, where you can get all the info to decide if supporting the show with a Patreon subscription makes sense for you. No pressure. And now for my new catchphrase, season four is right around the corner. Talk to you soon. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to announce the season four premiere right now. No one can stop me. It's Monday, October 18th, okay? Sue me. Season four begins here on the main feed, Monday, October 18th, and the ad-free version will be on the Patreon. Oh, that's soon. Um, I should... Yeah, I gotta go. I'll see you then. Hey, grown-ups. The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the cat in the hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.